What green screen? I mean, the, the bar setting disappeared out of nowhere. Like a ninja. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? The ninjas would just had really good green screen and. <laughs> <laughs> really dumb opponents. Yes. There's a green sheet flying, that's weird. Oh, right? Can we investigate? Nah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go about our business, talk about our, talk about our evil plan, and just move along. Yeah, move. Exactly. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you, 007. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, I mean, well, you know what? In a weird way, he's kind of more of a Ronin or a, a samurai, right? If you were to, like, if you were in the modern okay. world, yeah. you know, I would always consider like, um, let's say, like, uh, spies would be ninjas, soldiers would be samurai. I always Remember? thought he was the embodiment of alcoholism. Pretty much. I mean. That's not a fighting class, though. No, but that's the thing about it. No, no, the thing about it this way. I mean, he's drunk all the time, right? And in his mind, he's doing amazing things. But through everyone else's eyes, it's exactly the opposite. I mean, who dresses up a woman in gold? Straight up, all the way through. <laughs> well, that, that was is, that was the bad guy. But I mean, he was—he's kind of a swashbuckler, though, right? Yeah. He's like a pirate. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's drunk and and pillaging women and <laughs> light, that literally pillage literally means to light on fire. Okay. So yeah, so okay. when they say rape and pillage, it's like don't switch the two. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't sound good. I don't think. What if they it. pillage and rape? Right. Well, you have to rape first, then pillage. Pillage the village. You can't, you can't pillage first, because then raping is a lot harder. Yeah, right? You don't want to be on fire yeah. when you're... T- that's, but, that's bad when you're raping on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but they're on fire while they're raping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play on words. Yeah. Yeah. I don't stand by them. I just under, don't understand them. Just put them together. That's, sure. See, that's what comedy is. It's like saying, making the words in a certain order and then going... <laughs> You're like, yeah, and that's the joke, and that's it. It's just math and syllables, right. and mm-hmm. that's how it's taking comedy. Taking a group of words, re- rearrange them in a certain way, you can get a joke out of it, I'm sure, somehow. I mean, that's the goal, right? Yeah. The goal <laughs> it is is joke funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that why? That pretty good. That worked for you. Good pretty works. Oh, it's cotton, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I understand completely. Yeah, right? It's the clear. <laughs> Uh, All right, so Sean. Yes. Uh, we know you from Drumbox. Yes. I, I met you. Uh, I think it was after your. Holy shit! Uh, I was helping run the uh, the uh, directing in the back. That's right. That's right. I, I'd prepared way too much, and of course, you guys break in uh, as my show is wrapping up, and I'm in a just sweating from just trying to carry you know 45 to 50 minutes all by myself on the stage, saying that as crazy. I mean, my goal during my show is to say something that nobody has ever said before. Okay. You know, like go into as unique territory. Usually metaphysical, yeah. Definitely Rubber baby yeah. buggy bumpers. So that's hack. Yeah. But you know, like I, I mean, that it, it tends to go. It tends to go metaphysical because it's the atheist televangelist. My theory is, if you know your traditional Christian televangelists can do all the crazy shit they do, mm-hmm. an atheist should be able to do. Be as full of shit as they are, right? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big proponent of uh, what is it, the shared time or, or what is it, equal time? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The fairness doctrine, yeah, I think, as they yeah, call whatever. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? If you can get up on your soapbox and say your shit, then I can say mine as well. Yeah. And who cares? Who's, who's right doesn't matter. It's an equal platform. Yeah. Well, no. The, the fairness doctrine was in early television. Uh, every uh, political candidate uh, got equal time. On the networks. Yeah. That's over now, though. Obviously, there's no famous doctor. Thanks to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> people can have as much media time as they want now. Yeah. 
The, the, the show has evolved quite a bit since the, the first one. You said you oh, were yeah. prepared. I, I, I actually enjoyed that whole uh, where you, you were you're at the desk and you were, you were preaching and yeah. the little bits that you were in the and commercials. The, and yeah, and the little commercials, and I would I had play in rolling packages and yeah. stuff. And what I realized is, um, and I probably should get back into being a little more prepared. But what I realized is that the. Uh, the effort that I was putting into it wasn't giving me the big bang, like emotionally. Yes. That's why I started basically improvising. I'll bring toys to play with or guests or whatever. Because then, to me, now it's about discovery rather than like reiterating. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's tough because I, I think there's something very powerful, you know, about having something structured and kind of building on, mm -hmm. the, you know, because that's what you guys are doing. You build on the structure, and so then, you know, like you can go a little bit deeper ter territory every time because you've got that baseline. But for me, it's like I'm reinventing television every single yeah. week. Uh, th th I mean, it's, uh, it's fun, and it also puts me in a position of... Uh, Surprising, my really surprised, like literally not having anything and seeing what happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy seeing those moments when I, I can see that whatever's happening is is organically just picking up steam until eventually gets to some crescendo. Or I, I think you and BJ were just yelling at each other at some point. Oh yeah, uh, it just like, it's just sort of off slow. And I, I forget who put out the first one, but you guys just like. Started piggybacking on each other to the point where it just became this other thing. There's like, what is it? What is going on? Yeah, <laughs> it's goddamn entertaining. And the, 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 it's crazy, and I try not to look at it. I do have a friend, my buddy Tanner, that will occasionally edit together stuff. Um, and I'm sure there's something to be learned if I watched <laughs> myself. And I was like, oh, I should do more of that. But I get just it's it's a little bit of like not knowing if anybody's watching, uh -huh. not putting any kind of like pressure on myself of you know doing particular bits so that or, or and also not looking back on it so that I can really be in a pure space it's weird but I think like Dronebox lends itself to that oh, kind of there's there's nothing else like this place yeah you know I, this it's being in here whether I'm in front of the camera or behind the camera or just even fucking sitting on a chair over there I just love being in here it just it just feels like this is where things happen. Yeah. But whether even nothing is happening here, just in the environment, I, 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 I get excited. It's a it's a, a it's a cabinet of wonders. It's a it's a it's a like a yeah it's a yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Look yeah. at it's. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And the dartboards over here. And the um. The pool table on that side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but but it really, but it really is this kind of. It's a laboratory. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a uh, artist. You know what I mean? Like studio. It's all it's of a those therapy room. Too. Therapy. Oh my god, so much therapy going on here. So much therapy. Right. right? Oh. <laughs> chin chin. Yeah. So when you first came to to drone box. Um, what was your your vision, your goal of what you were trying to create? So interestingly enough, I came with uh, Frank uh, Tartaglia, and we were we kind of right around that time we were working a lot with Rick Shapiro. Okay. Yeah, and so uh, we were. I, my goal was always just to just get a show up that it can go for an hour. I mean, you know. Like, like, so we did Rick Shapiro News, which was he would do a monologue, then we'd get him at the desk, and we'd put him on a, on a, a news set, and he'd do another rant, then we'd go to another break, and, and then he'd do this, the, whatever, another segment, and at the end we'd do sports, and, and we would get this, um, this crazy light that had one of the elements was green. Okay. So he'd be, we'd put the crazy psychedelic set behind oh, him and then the green light would go. So his face would like blue, yellow, red, then it would hit the green and the background would go in his face and he'd be doing these crazy rants directly yeah. at camera. And like, so when we were creating that stuff, I was like, oh, this is, this is so far off of whatever creative landscape I've ever been on that yeah. I want to keep doing it. And then when Nolan gave me my own slot, I ended up, all I had was Atheist Televangelist. That's, that's it. Did it as a news show originally, and now it's become some kind of, I, I would consider it uh, avant-garde television. Freeform. Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? See, like yeah. avant-garde television. Exactly. <laughs> this is, I mean, an element of, of 
of it right there. I don't know. I can't even see what it looks like, but I have a good imagination. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for, for those of you who all the podcast later, uh, Maestro uh, is messing with the green screen as per usual. Mm-hmm. Another reason yeah. to watching uh, the live broadcast on Dronebox.com on Fridays um, at 10 p.m. Following. Atheist televangelist. Yeah, I mean, if you want to see something super crazy, uh, tune in at 9 o'clock. Uh, you know, it's actually really nice having you guys uh, showing up every week. I mean, it's a familiar thing. But it also, again, because you guys are so warm and you're so nice and you're doing your thing here, it makes me feel like I'm not, I don't want to say not being judged, but I'm not, I can, I can do my thing without being like, shame when you walk in, you know what I mean? Because I, shame. yeah, right? Shame. shame. Because, because I think that this space is, um, <laughs> this, the space is so liberating, you know? Yeah. yeah but you guys should try, you guys shot a movie here, right? And mm-hmm. you do... We tried a bunch of uh, interesting things. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, what you were saying about earlier, as far as uh, putting all the effort in to get the, the, the bang out of it, uh, that's kind of how I started feeling about some of the stuff we were doing. Yeah. We were too prepared. We, we had scripts. We were getting costumes. And, and it, it was fun. But then once we were done, I, was kinda, I just didn't have the same feeling as just sitting and talking and having a conversation where we, we discover things about ourselves or each other. Yeah. Having a lot of laughs. Wait, 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 no wait, pressure. Are you no talking pressure. about self-discovery? Yeah. <laughs> Our pants stay on, by the way. <laughs> I mean, somebody's pants are, are still on. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah. So there's a table here, so you can't see that we're all actually pantsless. The, the, like <laughs> the first time I went to ABC Studios, um, mm-hmm. it's a, uh, the black broadcaster, Jim, I want to say Jim Brown, but he had a beautiful blazer, tie, shirt, but then when he, he was just wearing some crappy jeans, and I was like, oh my god, my, my illusion is, is totally destroyed. Yeah. Uh, but then I realized probably everybody, you know, if you only dress to what's going to be on the screen. On screen, yeah. 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 It, it helps that um, most of the things we have to do here are, are barefoot. So yeah. So you, you cut off the feet in most cases. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think in the interview I had with Nolan about a year ago, he said it's the, the Socks Network. We should, we should get oh sponsored by some, some sort of sock company. Seriously, like a Mack Weldon or a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Fruit of Lumium, but that's better. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's so interesting. Like, I, I'm also, like, think a lot about how would you... How how to make money at all this. Yeah. Because, you know, you talk about, like, props and scripts and all this stuff. I mean, one of the reasons I think why people do all of that is because they have corporate... You know, they're being corporately supported by networks and yeah. studios and they had, have advertisers... And of course, then now podcasts are taking off a little bit. There's some advertising in that. But how do we get people to, you know? I just think about renting the space out to people. Yeah. But it's hard to sell this without standing here. Yeah. If somebody walks through the door, they'll be like, fuck, this is amazing. Yeah. But you just tell somebody, yeah, I got a three foot green screen, we got a kitchen, and we got a stage. And like, oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Then they get here, and like, oh, yeah. this is not what I was expecting. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, if you think about it, this is like, whatever, I'll say like $5,000 of production okay. an hour here. Like, if you were, like, if you were, like, the three cameras, the green screen, the lights, all of this stuff, yeah. if you had to rent it, this is, that's, I mean, maybe yeah. 5000 a day, but still, it's yeah. a, yeah. There's a lot of really cool things happening here, and, and this is something, I don't know if you, have you experienced this yet, uh, I, I have people that I want to do things with me, they get here, they see it, and they're Legally. Like, eh. Legally. Yeah, right? Legally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, no, I agree. You grew up, you guys grew up around here, right? Yeah. So, yeah, but, but I mean, like, being near a television or, or media town, like, I had friends that were vaguely in the industry growing up, but then once you kind of, like, you know, start seeing exactly how everything's made, it's like, the the fact that they're giving us all these toys to play with is like... Yeah. I... At first, when I started coming here, I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody about it. I want to keep it my secret. Now I'm like, like you're saying, you bring people here and they don't even know. They don't even put together how wonderful this place is. Yeah. Oh, fucking. It's, it's very confusing to me that people don't want to be here as often as they can. Yeah. But, but then that's just how I feel, so I mean, I'm there, obviously biased. Yeah, but also there was a time where I was here all of the time, okay. you know, doing the Rick stuff. and. Uh, it does become this, and I'm sure Nolan and, and Lewis experience it. It becomes this weird space where, like, you can't tell if it's night or day anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's Vegas. Yeah, it is. It has a Vegas vibe to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. 
Uh, and then, of course, then there's also the constant par- parade of freaks and weirdos that are coming in here. Some interesting people. Yeah. For damn sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. You know, it's, it's, I, for me, oddly enough, you guys give this place a little bit of legitimacy. <laughs> You're always prepared. You have a plan. You're pretty consistent. You also try. you put this out into other media. Like I, Norm, yeah. he puts this stuff on YouTube. I should probably move my stuff to YouTube at it's, some it's, it's point. It's quite undertaking. Yeah. To do all the post-production stuff, it's like, like so without being backed by somebody that is going to be all the, doing all the stuff for you. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have a nine-to-five job that I'm, I do graphic design during the day, mm-hmm. and then I have a podcast. I do this, and then all the behind-the-scenes stuff and the prep for it as well. Sorry, it's. it's, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of damn work. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's the tough part. Like I, my I'm fantasy, yeah, my fantasy about this place would be like that if they they could just have it full time staffed. But I mean, I mean, obviously, Lewis is trying to figure out a way to take the yeah. the staffing out of it. But where it's it's almost like a plug and play, and you can just take a television show with you Absolutely. at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Yeah. During the uh, the last show that we aired here, it was kind of our two year celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I plugged in my, my iPad into the control room, so I was able to control it from here. So uh, we were walking around the entire studio, and I was controlling the cameras, and that was just it was a lot of fun. But yeah. I, I was I was too fixated on the yeah. just the power in my fingertips. That's why you need <laughs> no, but that's all. That's why you need all the people baking television. Absolutely. You know. So yeah. You know, I um, I think that that's where you can get the real power of a performer too like if they don't have to worry about anything else uh-huh. except their performance then they can they can go to the fucking moon you know Absolutely. yeah that's that's the thing that I think is really exciting <laughs> hello hi <laughs> yeah that was another thing I was talking to Judd about on one of the shows they, uh, I was a guest on his show and that, that was a experience that I wasn't too used to because usually I'm the one driving the show mm-hmm. so to be able to just sit there and have him run the show it's just kind of like oh this is nice yeah <laughs> I get to focus on trying to be funny instead of uh, what time is it what time is it yeah exactly well, well yeah I was in the microphone what's going on here so it's so funny because uh, I, I think like so I was on Busted <laughs> the other day, and we were talking about the Scotch Schultz, yeah. yeah. And we were talking about the MTA thing, and I, I will, I will, I will talk as much as anybody. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just have a feeling something's going to yeah, happen over here. What sleeve? He doesn't yeah. even have an arm. <laughs> but, uh, but I, so I kind of like. Knee jerk started moderating, you know, like because okay. I just that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And he comes over and he whispers to me, Hey, let me moderate my own show, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is interesting. Oh my that's god, gruesome. that is like so, it's very interesting. I guess it's got a baby head. <laughs> I wonder if it's got a I mean, look, it's got almost adult hands now. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, okay. <laughs> it's like having my own weapons turned against me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but but so yeah, it's hard for me to not want to just run the table. Yeah. It's, it's a little tough, but yeah. I, it's a little freeing also to just not have to think about everything all the time. I think that's one of the things that I enjoy most about your show. It seems like you're just. You're just doing it. It's. I don't feel like you're you're tied down by thinking about what's going to happen next. Well, and I am also trying to go into this. I, I, you know, I'll just say like, if I'm feeling uncomfortable or fearful about a thing, I want to say it. Like, I tend to go a lot. I, I mean, I'll just say blasphemy, right? Okay. Because it's since I'm I'm dealing with with religion, um, I want to try to say the most out there thing partially because I think that um, (laughs) that baby's gonna get fucked up (laughs) partially because I think that we don't even know what our limits are okay right we grow up in this culture where I mean I'm just gonna assume that you guys were raised mostly Catholic right Uh, Christian Christian like just like a Whatever, like Pentecostal or non-denominational. At, at the time, I didn't know there was different versions of Christianity. Yeah. It was just a straight Christian. Yeah. Uh, missionary trips, carrying flags around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Even yeah. flags? Yeah. yeah. Onward, that's, that's onward Christian soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was voted most spiritual in my class in eighth grade. You know what? I can see it. <laughs> I, you know what you do? I, you have a you have a very you give off a very peaceful 
sense. I try. Until yeah. you get angry and then basically don't stand in your way. Right? Well, and, and a lot of it is because of that. I do. I did have more anger issues in earlier years than but, I do now. Hey, we had testosterone ra- yes. raging through our bodies. It's no wonder. <laughs> like, I got in so much trouble. I'm like, I'm going to bra- blame that hormone. Right. I mean, but no, but I will say, like, I think that the reason there's so many young men in prison is because we don't know how to deal with testosterone in our culture, yeah. you know? What do you do? We could be super hyper-Christian and just get super <laughs> into church and, like, push down all your desires, yeah, right? That was that was interesting. At, at the time, I thought it was great. Yeah. Then, uh, once I hit high school, it kind of the, the whole curtain fell and yeah. I could see the Wizard of Oz back there and it was a lot of, like, what is happening? Yeah, it, it did fall probably while you were in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so I, I think we don't even know kind of like the cultural or the things that we've been like. I still like to think in terms of like I think the message of Jesus is amazing, yeah. right? Yes, good guy. I mean, you get somebody like Gandhi who said, "Oh, I loved what Jesus had to say." Then you have Martin Luther King who's like, "Oh, I loved what Gandhi and Jesus had to say." And then yeah. we don't have those leaders so much anymore. Oh, but but so what I'm saying is like there's something there's, yeah. Yeah, there's something good inside of that but I think that everything else that it's doing is holding us back from what we could be you know yeah. I, I agree 100% yeah it's a good way to like kind of have a moral compass set up uh, yes. and then but not to lead your entire life. Like, be a good person. I mean, yeah. everybody should be as good a person as you can try to be. I feel like this country is, like, really covered by a, like, uh, metaphorical uh, hairpiece. Uh, hairpiece? Hairpiece? You have hairpiece? Maybe even, it's, it's better than, like, the baby plug hair thing, man. Uh, it's almost like day one, his hair went completely white. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, because you forgot that probably the the wind swept off all the 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 hair dye yeah, and all the like fake uh, I tan. It was, I think it was a shipping problem. It, it, it was uh, <laughs> yeah. His new ones didn't come in yet, so oh. he had to go to an older one. Oh man! I did see his hair go one direction while he went the other though. That was interesting. I feel like he'd be against one direction. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out the one direction joke in there. Uh, uh, he's he he's he wants to go in the nude direction, nude erection. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite. You know, nude erection. Yeah, yeah. nude erection. Oh, see, I was just talking about the band. Yeah, no, so, no, but it, no, yeah, no, and I okay. just want, I just wanted to bring nude erections yeah, into no. my. Yeah, he's <laughs> got to say something weird like that every night, yeah, at least one single time. <laughs> but but no, but so like, so then I think in turn, like it's nice to have a Christian background. It's great. Yeah, I can. I usually tell if I've I've hang out with somebody if I could find out that they were raised Christian it's like oh I can probably trust this person okay. just like it's, a, it's, a, it's just a, like a thing but then otherwise um, the way in which especially the culture battles between Islam and Christianity you know we're in a place now where those powerful forces are keeping us from being able to develop technologically and, and scientifically and yeah. and it's that to me is the scariest part about it like whatever people shooting each other my god's bigger than yours but the way no but the way that it is limiting uh, everybody else's progress that's the thing that just drives me crazy mm. yeah you mentioned earlier that we don't know where the boundaries are yeah but i i feel it's more that we're being told what the boundaries are <laughs> And it's much smaller than they should be. Yeah. The boundaries that were being put on us are so small to what they actually should be if people just got over themselves a little bit. Well, and, and accepted themselves. And I think I, I have a big problem with, let's say, corporate media. That's the, okay. that, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, all this stuff, where they, you know, this is, they want the human experience to fall into this very limited paradigm, yeah. right? I mean, one of the things that's great about this place is you can say whatever you want. There's no censorship. Yeah. You, I mean, you know, Kenny Lyons gets naked on the stage all the time and, Wait, and touches, touches, yeah. touches tranny parts and you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. this is a place where, yes, then you can go to someplace like an HBO and they are doing a very particular type of salacious representation to get you to be like, Oh. Tuning in, yeah, exactly. They'd be like, "Oh, yeah. I want to watch Khaleesi get, you know, raped or what? I don't know. I don't know what's going, but you know what I mean." So, it... <laughs> no, but I'm saying 
that, but they, they're basically selling subscriptions on that idea. Yeah. They're, so they're saying, and I'm not saying they're saying it's okay, but they're saying that this corporate idea that we've created, you can accept it because, oh, it's a, it's a story. But it really is a way of limiting human capacity and capability. I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. Uh, and this Sunday, I think, is a new one coming out. But I was rewatching it again, and what is occurring to me now, and this is also happening with all the other shows like Flash and uh, was Gotham, Batman, these are all just basically soap operas. Yes, yes. At, at the very core of it, it's, uh, this is about to happen, oh, no, that's not going to work out yeah. that way. Oh, no, how are we going to cope with this? But now again? you're injecting dragons. dragons and zombies. And it's tough because if you've got something, let's say, like a Tim and Eric or... I mean, even even a Rick and Morty who okay. are using, uh, t- they're telling a different kind of story because they're not relying on that soapy kind yeah. of over emotional kind of twee emo sensibility. Yeah, drama for the sake of drama. Drama for the sake of drama. And, yeah. and again, like this is corporate. Like this is like if it doesn't fit into this box and people can't understand it, and then if people aren't going to drink their, you know, Glenlivet or you know what I mean, like we had to make it appeal. In this certain way, and we can't challenge people's preconceptions. We can't. We can't. I'll say this: When have you seen a character on television, except for maybe HBO, that was a religious fanatic? Nowhere. They have fucking taken any kind of spirituality out of corporate entertainment. Almost a hundred percent. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, action, like a hero or a villain? No, I'm saying like anybody who has like a sp- like a spirituality to them, uh-huh. like that their that their faith is important to them. I mean, you got it on the leftovers, there, there was right? A guy, there was a one guy in Walking Dead. There was a priest. Uh, he ended up being all kinds of weird. Yeah, but uh, and that's 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 the tendency. They don't yeah. they don't tend to have people of faith that are like good people. Yeah. And it's like ah, his faith is you know something yeah. else. Well, to be I, fair, zombie apocalypse. I'm going to question my faith as well. Yeah, that's true. That's, I mean. <laughs> No, but I would say this. I would say that's the Bible come to fucking life. That should people should be like, holy shit, this book is real. You know, that's that's what I would do if there was a zombie apocalypse. I was like, it's in Revelations. I mean, yeah. Jesus was a zombie. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, right? So it's it, it's so it's like, and I would say in those situations, that's when people do go crazy for their faith. Yeah, you know, I. I yeah, and again, like I only come with this from the idea because it's one of these things that's eradicated from the experience, right. you know, because I think sponsors don't want you to be thinking about Jesus when you're eating their crappy food or whatever. Right, that's a question. If, if Jesus is going to sponsor your network, the, the whole network has to then change. You, yeah. you can't have a Jesus commercial at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and then at midnight have a, a Sex Rompers Part 3. Unless you do the Adult Swim model. Or, uh, adult, or, yeah. or Backdoor Sluts 9. Yeah. Well, which is the Adult Swim model, right? You have children's cartoons oh, true, up yeah. until a certain point that it's like fucking any kind of weird, psychedelic, freaked out garbage after when it's the Adult Swim block. Yeah, but, but if, there, if there was any kind of religious promotion during the day on the kids' programming... Uh, that company would be up in arms saying like, hey, this same channel that we're sponsoring puts this filth on later at night? Or they're selling beer or whatever, yeah, Yeah. whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the religious nut jobs just go crazy and and tear down anything that is anti what they want to have happen. It's very upsetting. No, but that's what I'm saying. So so then, like, I'm not that I would ever promote anything like that, but then we have this very limited view. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is probably the spiritual people were the ones who shaped the content of ABC, NBC, CBS during the 60s and 70s. At the, oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we can't All have three of those channels. <laughs> yeah, we have the uh, Ricky and Lucy uh, separate beds. beds yeah. Because we can't promote that they're actually having sex. Yeah. I always wondered what was up about that. That was just weird. That was just the standards at the time. Yeah, Advertisers yeah. were did not want to have a couple in the same bed. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's not wholesome. It's indecent somehow, even though they're married and have a child, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was made by Immaculate Conception. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. Lucy, like, they, she just sat on <laughs> the toilet <laughs> one time. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, there's a baby in me. Look at the bongos? That's from God. That is true. And they were Cuban. And they didn't talk about fucking Jesus at all? I mean, come on! That's fucking bullshit. That's true. Yeah. I would imagine in some of his Mexican rantings, or Cuban rantings. Uh, Mios Dios or whatever. Yeah. 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 Nope. Yeah. There's gotta be some, like, um, That's Mother Mary's in there. What do you call it? Yeah, uh, Hail Mary's. Mary's. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I don't, I'm just using religion as an example, but also I was listening to a podcast today where they said, uh, it's a screenwriting podcast, and he said, do you ever hear of anything like blowjobs or handjobs, and even HBO or whatever these shows? Yes. Okay. Very rarely, though. Game it's usually there's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of blowjobs talking. Showing about. or talking about it. Uh, usually talk, showing it, like okay. how do you act? Because I mean, mostly time people just have regular penetrative sex or whatever. Yeah. If they're if or they're or having sex on HBO or whatever. <laughs> um, except in Deadwood, lots of blowjobs. But that's oh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I gotta clear my I gotta clear my mind. That's one of Swearingen's. Uh, I, I wanted to get into that show, but I feel like why? Because the blowjobs? No. no. <laughs> well, it was, it was, it was oh. a contributing factor, but not the oh. main one. All right. Uh, I didn't start because. You couldn't the way finish. Is, is gonna not work for me. It's tough. I, I would say it has a pretty. I think the ending worked, even though it was rushed. I, I mean, I was watching it as it was it was coming out, uh, but it has a powerful ending. If you were to watch, it's only three seasons, I think. If okay. you were to watch it, the ending feels very satisfying. Oh, it was an actual ending. I yeah, that was like cut off before they got to make the final episode. Well, the, so, so you're trying to tell me this show has a lot of foreplay. Um, everyone, everyone gets head. Lots and, of, and it finishes off really nice and makes you feel like you're satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to lift your hand once? I mean, you should do this. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just keep flipping that, just flipping that button. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's one part of one of the reasons why it's my, one of my favorite shows is I like a period piece that will deal with, or like a genre, sci-fi or whatever, that deals with kind of modern problems. And I think Deadwood does. I mean, And like Star Trek in the 70s did. Star Trek in the 70s, yeah. seriously. Like there's a lot of social issues that you can do on genre stuff that you can't necessarily get away with. I mean, like I, I can't watch these superhero, The Flash and Green Arrow and all that because uh, I feel... Like, the, the stakes are off for me. Okay. Uh, the guy who is named as the main character is never going to really die. Right. You know? And, and part of the reason, like, he's never going to die is because he's superhuman. You know? And so yeah. it's like, it just puts the stakes... Like, you know, you know that, that Al Swearingen and whoever on Deadwood... We're probably going to be in the next episode, but you had the sense that any at any moment something terrible could happen to them. Okay, you know, and I think with you, with and that's one of the reasons I don't like superhero genre in general anymore. Because you know they'll survive. Because you know they'll survive, and even if, and I think you know, like, um, do you guys ever read Alpha Flight? Do you remember that? No. So that sounds familiar. So the, Project X was where Wolverine's yeah. from, right? Right. That was originally a Canadian government project. They it gave birth to Alpha Flight. They had, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they had oh, yeah. a, a five or six year run, mm-hmm. um, and it was you know whatever. They had Guardian. He had a he was he had Tony. It was basically Iron Man armor that had a Canadian okay. flag on it. There was a guy named there was a guy named oh. Puck who was a little midget Quebecois. Uh, he had the bad accent. There was a Yeti. You know there were these twins. But at the end of the first year, they said one of them will die. One of them will die. They fucking killed the leader. Nice. And it was powerful. And it was like they built it up and they made it work. And it's like Tony Stark can never die. Bruce Wayne can never die. You know, yeah. like these guys. Well, that's the thing about it, though. They are going to die. Yeah, but not, not on film. That's not, true. Yeah. are not going to show them dying. Yeah. No. That was actually, I don't know, maybe was it 15 years ago, the death of Superman? Yeah. 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 They brought him back, though. Yeah, but they brought him back. Yeah. But at least, no, but at least they did the thing. Yeah. You know, and it was a great series of books that led up to it, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. They were really powerful. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I, I did kind of, I was really into the, the superhero TV shows for a while, but I, I built on them within, like, within the last year. Just It just got a little too crazy. And the the uh, the soap opera that I had missed had just come to the forefront too much for me. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I want to watch a soap opera like that, I might as well watch Teen Wolf. Right. Happened, right? <laughs> you do watch Teen Wolf. I used to watch Teen Wolf. Oh, uh, come on. It's over. Yeah, it's okay. sad. Yeah, it's yeah, sad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he likes a lot of weird things to watch. Like the, the B movie type of feel. Oh, sure. I love, yeah. I love oh, some B movie. Um, but... Uh, I mean, of course, they got all the fucking Hodorowski, and I mean, they're all into so many, so many weird things here. Yeah, I, it's it's 
because these are corp- this is corporate art, mm-hmm. you know, television, movies, you're going to, it's going to be such, Crispin Glover, right, you okay. know, uh, from American Gods, right? Uh-huh. He's more, George McFly. Yeah, I was going to say McFly, yeah. Yeah. Um, he has this thing, he says, like, you know, because Steven Spielberg is the, you know, kind of the, the high watermark of cinema, he has this real kind of adolescent view of how humans should interact with each other. And none of his characters have any sex in any of their movies. Oh. Right? Like, mm-hmm. Spielberg's characters huh. are very sexless. Mm-hmm. You know? Interesting. Yeah. yeah, now that you mention it. And so, like, so now this guy that's leading our culture on some level is creating a sexless, you know, heroes that... Like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first movie, uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So basically, in that, in that, well, in the in the proper timeline or like yes, release date, proper timeline. Because <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, it was Raiders, Temple, and then but then Temple was like previous, to yeah, it, and then Last Crusade, which is weird, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, she, uh, he met Miriam Ravenwood, right. and they get get together and have some sort of fun, but it's implied and not showed. Yes. And in the fourth movie, they have they she's they find out. I'm spoiling sorry, alert! There's a kid. Nice, fourth, Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. I don't yeah. I see, oh. I've, never, I've, never, I've never seen it, but I want to. I mean, I oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did, no, no, I don't I'm care. I, I mean, no. here's the thing. Here's my uh, guys. I'm going to tell you my spoiler rule. Okay. I think it applies across the board. Okay. If you haven't seen the thing. That's going to be spoiled within six weeks of its release. Get the fuck out of here. I'm okay. not going to not spoil. Because if you don't have the passion to go to the thing within six weeks, yeah. why why yeah. should I be responsible for your inability to get over? Six weeks is plenty of time to find a way to watch a thing. Yeah. So is this a magical number or could it be like six or eight or seven? Well, I say six weeks because I feel like a month and a half is enough time. Okay. To be, like, yeah. you, you could get out of any whatever weird cycle that you're in in a month and a half. I mean, maybe it's three months. Mm-hmm. But I say six weeks because... Well, I think the internet rule is, is two weeks. Is it? Uh, but uh, I like six weeks better because two Why? weeks, things can happen in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's been six weeks and yes, it wasn't that important to you. Yeah. And so then, why do you care if somebody spoils it? Seriously, I mean, okay. like, what happens if you like realize for the majority of your life that you didn't know that your computer could do porn? So you, leave, <laughs> so you spend an entire week or two, like, in there realizing that there's porn on your computer at, at your fingertips. Yeah, on all computers. I mean, I probably, probably, probably. Uh, and then coming out with like an extra, like long, like stronger hand or something like that. Popeye. Yeah, and then you realize that you missed like several movies in the process. <laughs> <laughs> and people, I mean, that, that See, makes but sense. two weeks, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah but the yeah. six weeks, you, you should, be, yeah. you're going to be so spent at that point that you yeah. can get out of the house. There's only so much a hen can do. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so tell me, so spoil Crystal Skulls. Um, in Crystal Skulls, the spoiler is about uh, the fact that Ravenwood and uh, Indiana Jones have a kid together. Yeah, and that's implied from the time they were together in the Raiders of the Lost Ark over on the ship. Yeah, right, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. This is a, it's very, I mean, it's a very sexless, like, you know, even though he's Jewish, it's kind of an immaculate conception, okay. you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, also, like, that, that the other thing is, is, like, nobody has any real drug or alcohol or gambling. It's like, you know, nobody, like, your bad guys are, the worst thing about them is, like, going to have a weird accent, Mr. Jones, I don't know, or whatever. They burn books and torture maybe people. Maybe a cigarette at some point, maybe? Yeah, that's, I mean... <laughs> so the, the, script, the, script, the script notes, this podcast I was listening to today, they said uh, the power dynamic in a blowjob on screen is your bad guy or your whatever guy is receiving the blowjob, and the person that's going down on them is usually the good person. Yeah. And I was like, I can agree with that. It's really a good person that gives you blowjobs. They're, really, they're the best people on the planet. They really are, guys. They will really take your wallet. It's, well, I mean, I mean, everything is beautiful. Everything in that moment is beautiful. <laughs> you are commuting with another person <laughs> through their mouth. <laughs> it's type of communication. Type of communication. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say um, jizz. Uh, could the DNA, the uh, genome that is in G- yes. jizz, is probably the most dense Information of anything on the planet, oh. right? Because you've got yes. millions and millions of haploid genes that are 
billions of them that yeah. are in there that you could create millions of variations of yourself through that. Huh. You know. So, so in a weird way you're sharing with some this person more half than of you. you share with somebody you actually talk to. Yeah. Over the course of yeah. many, many years. Many years. You could you could not seconds. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Oh, oh, I just downloaded my whole library. <laughs> <laughs> Because I also like imagine like well in the future will there be like jizz computers where they encode yes. your jizz yes. with yes. with, oh, with yeah. data right because yes. it because it can hold so much data yeah yeah I, I think so imagine, like it goes in a cup the cup goes in the computer you type in the things and then it encodes like, it into the yeah, right. and deletes the things you don't want. <laughs> And then it goes on to the next place. And then, and then the way you like, and then you take the, the little cup and you pour it, and it goes gulp. <laughs> uh, data received. <laughs> I don't know why it had to be a goofy voice. Ooh, thank you. That's just what it's going to Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Everybody talks to you about that. <laughs> You're right. So, yeah, why not that? Yeah. Oh it's my like, <laughs> It's like you imagine if it was basically before the process, it's Mickey Mouse. After the process, it's, it's goofy. goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, deleted oh. too many of the wrong things. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm getting stupider. Yeah. I know Japan actually has a machine that you can actually walk up to and it gives you a direct blowjob. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know you can, you can hook up that machine to another machine across the world. Yes, and yes. have them synced up to each other. Yes, so that you can be sticking it in here and it being sticking out over here. Yes. So yeah. I mean, it's my, like a portal. Yeah, <laughs> right. It is a. It is uh, ex- that uh, Star Trek where they jump through the uh-huh. archway uh-huh. and they oh, go it's to. A Stargate. Yeah, Stargate. It's a Stargate. <laughs> exactly. It's a dick gate. <laughs> I. I mean, I will say, I think the fall of. Uh, Civilization will be when there is a super low cost robo blowjob. Mm-hmm. Like when you get that, like it's a robo blowjob that's twenty dollars, and you can just buy it and have it in your house. That's when everything's going to come to a standstill. It's going to be it's going to be coming from Starbucks, right? And- <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even think it's going to be like a robot. It's just going to be like a, an adapter, just a box that you just sit on your lap, yeah. while having VR goggles on. Yeah, it's already right here. I feel like we're, we're way too close to that already. We're, that's, that's already here. And, 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 and then so all scientific process, process breaks. Because all of those kids that would be, like be developing, they're just like, I'm just going to put on my robot box. <laughs> yeah, I don't need the house. Just hop on the Facebook. That's your interaction with the people. Yeah. And then uh, don't have to leave. Don't have to change. Yeah, exactly. Shower. Yeah, e- doesn't care if I smell. Either way. Right? <laughs> Sometimes when the sm- box smells, you know, I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't know. <laughs> I, f- I feel like a society will either go to um, Demolition Man or Idiocracy. One of the two. Mm. I think we'll head toward Demolition Man before the Idiocracy. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. There's, there's, uh, <laughs> as, as much as I feel like we are already Idiocracy, there's too many of the powers that be that are in control. And the and so now it makes me think that, well, I want to hybrid those two movies. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. God, I'm going to have to watch oh, Demolition uh, Man again. Beavis and Butthead do America. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I, uh... I have a, I, there's a, a, a movie, I have so many in my head, but I want to do basically the story of Terminator, mm-hmm. but instead of him killing Sarah Connor, he needs to knock her up. So, right, so it's the called... The Sexinator. No, the Inseminator. Oh! Whatever. So, so and what it would be is it'd be a, a soldier from the future and yeah. a robot tri- from the future, and it'd just be a rom-com of her dating these two different guys. Yeah, well, have, have him join from the Navy. <laughs> Yeah. So he can be a seaman. Ah, he's a seaman from the future. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, yeah. but then, like, like, like the the robots like following all the rules and bringing flowers, and the other guys like got PTSD, and he's like an artist, yeah. and he's really troubled. And she's like, "Oh, you've got the personality, but he's got such a he's got Arnold's body." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and, like, and his name is Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, 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 I don't know. I want to shoot that movie so bad. That would be interesting. Right? Because it's basically a rom-com with a robot and a soldier from the future. Maybe. Right? You, you make it a series. You have different robots coming in. Like, that one didn't work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> new yeah. person, new personality. Yeah. This one's, this one's a punker. This, this guy's a scientist. This, this guy's a punker. Yeah. And the way he stops, he gets stopped, is because he gets caught in a net. 
semen gets caught in a net. Yeah. Uh, so, but then, of course, in the, in my the way oh, well. I imagine the story is like this is some bioengineered robots that then give like it's a half robot, half human baby yeah. if, okay. if she gets oh. pregnant yeah. that okay. then becomes the leader of the robot revolution. But if she gets ah. knocked up by the soldier, then he becomes the leader of the anti-robot revolution. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So basically, she is the the ark, the vessel. Yes. Yeah. The vessel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, your so, cup I, of You're right with the, oh. I mean, <laughs> and, and, yeah. oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to the future now. Uh, oh my God, goofy time travel. Where, where are we at? Oh my God, that's Blade Runner land. <laughs> Run. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I, I, yeah, and I feel like he's maybe the soldier has like he's got messed up jizz. You know, like he he's got he got low motility or something okay. like that because of time traveling. Yeah, because that messes messes with yeah. the sack or something. I don't know because because then like the robot could be like just can't do it, can't close the deal because he's a robot, right. and the other guy can't actually knock her up because he's got yeah. some faulty jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. That sounds, I would watch that. Right, that, that sounds, sounds like fun, fun right? Yeah. <laughs> and we can do that here at Yeah, right? I mean, I still I still think that we should get an all-studio something event going on. I want it to be like yeah. a a, mu- like a musical li- live musical. Okay. Right? Oh, that's a lot of work. It would be a lot of work, but if we got everything, everybody involved, it, whatever. Well, so <laughs> we, we, how many sets do we have here? One, two, three, four, five, and then as many as this one, right? Yeah. yeah. So you go, uh, and the... And the so you just write it to this place. What I want it to be is um, uh, it came from behind your anus. Uh, and it came from behind. And it's basically like a 50s kind of alien invasion movie. But the aliens are... are uh, Dimensional portals throughout your anus? No, no. But they're, they're, they're spraying a radioactive ray that, that turns everyone gay. Oh. Right? Okay. So the, the musical? Yeah, that's, that's the musical. Exactly. <laughs> and then and it's all like the, 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 they're hiding their shit behind your anus. Right? Okay. Because it came from behind your anus. Right. And they're all cats. They're, all the all the aliens are cats, and they're like, "Oh, we finally we've got the." Because then now they'll have twice as many owners. Yeah, I can't see everybody getting behind that idea. Yeah, I know, I know, it's tough, it's tough. But imagine everybody. I mean, if, if everybody had a number they could sing, like. Yeah. Uh, I, I would I would like to see that. Yeah. Uh, would you? There's so many shows. Here, <laughs> yeah. But we're all like ships passing through the night. Yes. Like, I, I see you all the time. Yeah. You're before me. Yeah. Uh, just, like, Judd's been here for about a year. I've seen him, I think, twice. Yeah, you do it as a, as a live drone box event, like a Friday night from 10 to midnight. And then you put lot. I mean, you put commercial breaks in the, to, to, you know, move sets or costumes or yeah. whatever. And you just run it like, just like fucking hair or whatever they did. You know, okay. we'd have a couple of rehearsals and... Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's a fantasy. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, everybody's too stoned here to actually like. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but uh, yeah, as, as far as uh, motivated people yeah, to do things, yeah. it's I, I, I'd be down. Yeah, no, no, we start our own little thing. We start talking to people. Outside well, that's why I mentioned. That's why I mentioned, and it doesn't yeah. have to be that story. I'm just saying that because it'd be fun and stupid, yeah. and you wouldn't have to really put that much pressure into like. Because really, what it would be, it'd be like two couples are out at like inspiration point making out, and the the ray turns them gay, and they make out with the wrong people, and then the military is like, every all of our soldiers are turning gay. What's causing it, right? So you have the military scene, and then you have a scene of the aliens going, oh yes, we're doing it, we're finally doing. It. Then you have a big dance number at the end of the movie where it's the aliens and the military and all the gay people. You know, okay. I don't know. That's to me, it writes itself. That'd be a lot of fun to shoot. Got <laughs> yeah. the real question: How do you get the cast to do it? Well, I mean, if they're actors, if they're performers, oh, you that's know, good point. yeah, they should be willing to do just about anything. You got a bedroom up there, you got another yeah. bedroom over there. You can have you can have like the sock hop scene where everybody is like, you know, I put a little bit of whiskey in the punch, and then the yeah. Ray hits the party, and everybody's like, like switches partners, like yeah. right in the middle of it, and like, wait. I, this is feeling weird, but you yeah, know, it'd be, it'd be the dance where it's like the do do or something. And yeah, then of like the ray hits, and instead of going to the next female partner, you the, go to the next male, male partner. partner. Yeah, I, I just, I, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. It's silly because <laughs> yeah, I also because I also think that the best way, if you were like a like the Hitler of the modern world, the best thing you could do is put a drug in the 
water, that would turn everyone gay. Because then okay. they maybe did be disinclined to fight. You, they would not be able to make any more babies. So eventually, all the real estate would go to Saudi investors. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like like when you have a, when you have low population growth in an area, yeah. it's easy. But if you think about it this way, also, they have so much more time because now they're not forced to uh, uh, deal with the the stigma. Yeah. yeah. So they have a lot more freedom to do what they want to yes. do. Yes. And also pursue what they want to do yes and since there are a lot of times uh it's not I'm not sure if it's true but there is a considerable amount of uh theory that there is a detail orientation towards uh detail and you can say it dude it's fine being persnickety anal yes that <laughs> yeah. um it's possible that they actually might do better well, I, I think in, cult, in cultures where, I mean, you know, whatever, where there's like universal kind of suffrage, uh, I think, uh, as my, my friend Peter used to say, the, the, the gay f- function in a heteronormative culture is like, oh, you need hairdressers. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to look good for your date, you got to go talk to your gay friend or whatever, you know what I mean? So there's a way in which they, mm-hmm. that, you know, they kind of can support, a, you know, but... You know, if the whole world was gay and nobody had the pressure of having to fucking uh, raise children or whatever anymore, <laughs> or or try to impress a uh, a gender that is we are men are from Mars and women are from Venus because they got so much te- is estrogen that's yeah. it, and we have so much testosterone. It's like ah, oh, we like sticking our thing in things, and they're like, hey, I want to be romance. So it's like we have a. But if everybody was gay, then guys would be like, I want to stick my thing in your thing, and be like, yeah. Yeah, stick your thing in my face. I'm good. You know, like I don't know. I don't know how it would work. And then it would be just like, just like you know, like lesbian farmers all over the place. That is interesting. I, I, I would, what if, what if the heterosexual person turns gay but still acts heterosexual? Yeah, right. So what I think would be great is this this magic drug. It turns everybody gay. Yeah. If you were already gay, it turns you straight. So Ooh. then 10% of the population would come come back. Come back to the fold, honey. Yeah, no, then it'd be 10% people that are in the closet straights. Yeah. And then it's, it's a whole switch of dynamic. And then the... Yeah, the, the world still gets Go better, on. but population can still keep producing at the same time. Go on. <laughs> that would be an interesting experiment. Just just to have the roles reversed completely. So and that is, I stole that from another script that I wrote where basically the bad guy is developing a... He, we're at war with the Chinese, and the, okay. the kind of the leader of the military is developing a drug that turns every the, specifically Chinese people gay. Okay. So that he can then like he's they're gonna be less interested in war. Trust me. Mm, you know yeah. they, don't, they don't want to fight. You know because there's oh, too much. Be a, a chink in their armor. Ah, okay, Mr. Lin, Justin Lin. No, right? uh, too much. Too much. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. That's a whole new story. Yeah. I'm also gonna say. I mean, you can say it. I can't say this white face cannot say that. Uh, I got an Asian friend. <laughs> but he just said he's way too far. Oh God! Remember when it was okay to be casually racist? Seriously, right? Oh, just made life so much easier. Casually homophobic, sexist. Anything you do casually, I think is fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> casual sex. Yeah. Casual homo sex. I don't know. Yeah, casual is fine. If you're being angry about it, that's a different thing. Right. Oh. Or white privilege. I don't know. I'm going with that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, isn't that great? Yes. I feel like if I was going to make a, a religious symbol, it would be that, and then you could have like little like necklaces. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for that. The hand of the the. the the cult That's of the baby cool. head. Yeah. High five? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I, I think if I ever were to go like on tour, I would just buy a bunch of baby heads and hands and just like put a little wire there uh-huh. and be like... Five hundred dollars! I don't know. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's an art piece. Yeah, right? I got a, a friend of mine has a bunch of those hands also. That uh, Actually, I found one in my house the other day. That's it, creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's it, got, it lost super. Its, its pair. There's like five of them that she puts on her fingers and just... <laughs> It's a lot of work. I tried putting the five on my, and it's just like, oh, it's like it's like having a little hand at the end of your finger. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, tell me more. <laughs> I think actually he's got a little sucker mouth. I think he could fit a finger in his mouth. Oh my. Yeah. Kind of gruesome, huh? 
Everybody? <laughs> We've gone a lot of play. I mean, that's again. You, you kind of. I mean, you know what you're getting into. You see the last ten minutes of my show yeah. every week. It's. Uh, well, that's why this show is called Random Acts of Tangent. Yeah. So it's just we're all, we we have no real set place to get to. Good. We sit down. We are having drinks at the bar, and wherever things go, things pop up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've been having this fantasy of, of, of an all drone box show. You know, and then the, there's that um, uh, that band, the um, oh, with Dougie. What the fuck is this the name of his band? The but they play here a lot. I was like, they could just be the music. They could be the musicians. Okay. And just play live for two hours or whatever. You know, build the songs around that. Yeah. They, they, they had a thing, a thing here for I think uh, Halloween last year, where there was a bunch of people coming together, but I, I missed it. I don't, Oh. It's just my fancy. I, th- yeah. I don't see again. Like I, unless there's money behind anything here, it's hard to really motivate yeah. people. You know, yeah, yeah. it is. But the, and it's, it's kind of I, I understand it, but at the same time, I mean, I, I we've been doing the podcast for over seven years now, not making anything off of it. Basically, yep. it's just because it's fun. And yeah, being here is just fun. We're not getting paid for this, not yet. Unless you uh, sponsorships you want to get. I mean, do you guys got a, a Patreon? Yeah, the what? A Patreon. A patriarch? No, Patreon. It's a um, so what it is is it's like a subscription kind of Indiegogo or something, you know. So what what it would be is you guys would sign up for your Patreon account, and any of your viewers could then be subscribers to your Patreon, and they take a little bit of it. But let's say if you got like people that are like committing to twenty dollars a month or ten dollars or five dollars a month, it would it would just go automatically through Patreon. As uh, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, you know, obviously there's the like uh, Amazon affiliate program That, that we have. Yeah. That's a tough one because you actually people have to actually do work. But this, you set up the Patreon, and you know if you get people that are five dollars a month, you get ten or fifteen, twenty of those people, and they're you know. Hmm. I'm just I, there's got to be a way of making money on this shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I just keep thinking that the 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 model that has worked for other podcasters is first build your base, and yeah. at that point start bringing on sponsors. Yeah. So uh, we, we're in the building base. Uh, Phase yeah. for, for the past seven years. All your best. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, let me ask you this. I mean, this is going to sound a little weird, but you have you ever thought of maybe speaking from a non like a non pop culture, like either Latino or Asian perspective, only because now like non white representation in the media is so big. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, you know, I you may not have had a typical. Uh, whatever Latin American experience, no, but but still being able to speak from that perspective, I think is a powerful perspective. Speak from your because I think what ends up happening is we have this kind of again this corporate box that everybody's like, well, if you're Margaret Cho, you can only do these kind of jokes. Okay. But oh yeah, like be typecast, be typecast. But I think. I mean, I'm trying to make my experience having been raised as a child of the 70s and drug addict, I'm trying to be like, this is who I am. If you could speak on that, and I don't know, maybe, I'm only saying that because fucking podcasting is so goddamn white. It is the straightest, <laughs> whitest, malest thing out there in the fucking world. And if, yeah. there, if there's any way of like inserting the flavor of who you are, eh, you know. Yeah, I'm just referencing because we're all guys right here. Yeah, yeah. and we're all straight, and yeah. it's. Uh, but here's the thing: when you're straight, dude, you gotta get your message out there so you can get the bitches. You know what I'm saying, yeah, guys? Right? Get, get, all get all the bitches. But no, but I think there is something in it. Like, this is gonna sound weird. Uh, I've uh, the reason I think that white people do everything or destroy everything or whatever. It's because <laughs> we're, we're Vikings. We were in the north. We were in the Arctic Circle, yeah. and we we're like. Fuck this shit, it's cold and I'm hungry. And so at some point we decided to take over the rest of the world. You know, such, I, I mean, uh, equatorial cultures or cultures that have a lot of like uh, uh, agri- agricultural kind of stuff, they don't. The Chinese are warlike because there's so goddamn many of them. Yeah. But otherwise, most places that have abundance don't have to fight that much. You don't think yeah. you don't hear people in like Central America being. The, I mean, unless you have outside pressures. Yeah, well, there's a lot of infighting though. Yeah, places. yeah, because they're fighting the, each other because of population pressure. But yeah. I would say like it really is this. There's something. <laughs> there's something psychotic about the people from the Arctic Circle that, and I think it has to do like the whiteness and the kind of like, you know, having go, gone so far. St- 
into the north that we're like, oh, we need something, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> it's a, just a goddamn disappearing act here. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I don't know, like, because I, I, I don't have those ambitions anymore. Why not? <laughs> um, I maybe because being raised in California. Okay. Yeah, 300 days of sunshine every goddamn year. Yeah. Like, we have no natural predators, you no. know? It's not, I mean, like, Australia is pretty sunny, but they got every kind of thing huh. is going to try to kill you there. Yeah. You know? I think the most close thing we have to natural predators here is, is each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the doggy dog kind of environment. Way it is. Yeah. But, it, but, you know, the truth of the matter is we live in a very abundant... We live in an... Mario! Uh, hey. We live in an abundant universe, and it's the um, illusion of scarcity that pits people at each other's throat. Yeah. So that's why we get the freedom to be able to do things like this podcast yeah. or whatever and pursue these dilettante kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, passions. Yes, yes very, yeah. very fancy passions. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing fancy about what I just do. Yeah. I do, well, I do, I, I do. Well, if you didn't have a green screen, which is pretty fancy, you couldn't be doing your ghost act. Right. So you're walking oh. back and forth like a schmuck. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, no. This is true. Yeah. But I would look good doing it. Right? Well, that's also upsetting, though. <laughs> this guy... For for years since high school, he, he has a sense of style that I I just it, it bothers me because he can like put anything on and it looks it looks good. Yeah, and yeah. Then I put it on, it's like oh okay. It's I'll all. It's also. I feel like a, there's a little bit of acting that goes along with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, it, people can pull off like you know if I just put this on and just didn't like do anything, but if I just do a little bit of something, <laughs> just tilt my head just a little bit, it's like oh, wait a second. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. Just like just like the Rock, man, when he raises his eyebrow. Yeah. Same idea. Like from the movie, be cool. That was his entire thing. One eyebrow raised. That was it. Oh, yeah. It's a, it never occurred to me that that's, that's the mystique the, To sell it. Here. Yeah, just, you got to sell it just a little bit. Just yeah, a little. Just, just a wee little so bit. So me doing this? Yeah. Sell it. How does this look? Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Does this make me look fat? <laughs> I mean, tell me. Tell me the truth, guys. Does it make me look fat? Interesting. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start observing you more closely. That sounds weird. It's, uh, <laughs> I'd also say like that the uh, a little bit of the fashion thing is being like I'm at home in this, you yeah. know, like just deciding. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I'm sexy and I know it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you know, from the song. I, I do, but I agree. You are. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I think we should uh, get to a wrapping up point here. We've gone for at least an hour by now. At least. Yeah. It's hard to tell what time it is because the. Uh, it's yeah, endless, yeah, endless night here. Yeah, we can't even tell. I mean, I think it's past midnight now. Uh, it's it's, it's 11.30. Yeah. 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 All right. 11.40. All right. Exactly. Well, yeah. Speaking of the people behind the scenes, we have uh, Fanita and Giuseppe over here helping us with Woo-hoo! the uh, Thank podcast, you. Oh. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. It does my heart good when I hear them laugh. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, hey. it's, it's always good to hear laughter from the, from the, just the background. The crew. Right? Somebody agrees oh. with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you uh, atheist image, atheist evangelist, evangelist. atheist televangelist, televangelist. God yeah. damn ATV. I was oh, right? I like that. Yeah, yeah. all terrain vehicle, baby. Yeah. Take your brain where you want it to go. As <laughs> <laughs> as at nine p.m. on the second and fourth Friday of the month, preceding you guys right before us. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, find me on uh, Facebook, uh, L Hump. It's uh, my all my social media is L Hump E L H U M P. That's cool, right? The Hump E L H U M P. Because the Hump was taken, I was like, oh, I grew up in California. I yeah, can get away fine. with it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Instagram, Twitter. I don't twit, twit, tweet twat twat anymore. Yeah. 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 What is this about? Yeah. Um, I, I try, but it's just so damn it's hard to stay on top of that stuff. Yeah, and I also, if anybody adds me on Facebook, I automatically say yes. So, oh, yeah. and, and you know how crazy I am on the Facebook. Very interesting. Yeah, you, I don't, you go through spurts. Yes. Where you'll be on like five posts in a row, and then maybe nothing for a day, and then yeah. it's like, oh, Yep, that's about it. Yeah. yeah I just like, <laughs> and then I'm like, I gotta sleep. <laughs> I should, I mean, truthfully, I should have a, something managing that, but I'm like, yeah, no, I'm gonna do something crazy for yeah, a few no, hours and it's, then. It's, yeah. it's good. If, I, if anything's gonna happen, it's gonna be under my watch. <laughs> yeah. Of course, now yeah. I'm gonna have the visual of when I see posts in a row. Yeah, you'll be like, like <laughs> the last post 
that's when he finished. Post <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh. So, okay, so you just finished no more posts? All right. Sleepy time. <laughs> I got my creative, my creative junk, funk, jizz out there? I don't know. I don't know where to <laughs> All right, well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us, Sean. Thank you. I Thank mean, you. this was. A, I mean, you guys are so delightful. It's it's a great hosts, and it's like I said, I, when you guys come in, and I'm in the middle of some thing on stage, I'm like, oh, I guess I can wrap up now. <laughs> you know, it, it is extra fun when I'm uh, bringing a, a new intern on board for the oh. first time. Like, so this is a studio space, and yeah, you have a, a, a that dog mask on, and you're just yelling with fire behind you. Oh yeah, just floating head. <laughs> so this is the studio. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I love it when somebody it's somebody's first show that they're. Interning, I'm like, oh, you're in for it now. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun to see that. Yeah. I made her play with the puppy when when I had the puppy here. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. the puppy got a little interesting last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I licked the inside of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> but, guys. Four minutes straight. Yeah, I'm alive. <laughs> I, obviously, it's not that bad. I mean, what are you worried about? You're going to die anyways. Is the puppy alive? <laughs> uh, he's in Philly now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should buy a puppy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Who's, whose mouth is dirtier or pop? Come on. No, but it is interesting to see your show every time. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Seeing what, what it is you're getting into uh, this week, because it, it's never the same. No. But, yeah, good to- times. Total unique territory. Everything coming from right here. Oh. Yes. So, yeah, drillbox.com, uh, 9 p.m. Fridays, uh, right before us. All the shows we talked about, uh, Busted is also on. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the alternate Fridays. Alternate Fridays, yep. And uh, a bunch of other things. Yeah. So check that out. Thanks mm-hmm. for uh, watching. Oh, go to our website, ratpackpodcast.com, ratpack.productions, Instagram, Twitters, uh, whichever camera's looking at me. I believe uh, it's Podcast. that one. Yeah. All right, Ratpack Podcast on the Twitter and the Instagram, Ratpack Productions for the Facebook and YouTube because we have consistency issues. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check all that stuff out. Like us, uh, do the things, like Sean, follow him on the uh, all the Twitters and Instagrams as well. Uh, until next time, I'm Adam. And we are the rest of the people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, chin chin. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Well done, dude. You're welcome. That was super fun. That I think I have a problem. So... <laughs> <laughs> that was so damn fun, guys. Good, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. And it was... And I, we didn't even talk about your background where you came from at all. Just nope. Kind of, we just got into it and just started... It's 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 funny because I mean whatever I mean I can, I can go anywhere yeah yeah I, I, I look forward to having you on for that reason yeah that was super fun. <laughs>